Welcome to another edition of the RPAC Rundown Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Jones. Thanks for joining me. We have another great show lined up this week as we will go through results from last week and, of course, chat about our games of the week on Thursday and Friday from a week ago. Also, we will chat with Lyle Calvert, head coach of the Cambridge Girls Golf Team, as he's lined up to join us on the podcast. Also, I'd like to mention the RPAC Rundown Game of the Week will be Bertrand as they host Medicine Valley on Friday night on the Gridiron. Kickoff at 7 p.m., and we will have social media updates for that matchup. We'll take a break, and then we'll dive into some of the results this past week in the RPAC. Arapahoe Rehab and Fitness is locally owned and operated here to serve Arapahoe and the surrounding area. We have a passion for our patients and our community. We are continually innovating and evolving our therapy practices in order to give you the best individualized care. Let's take a look at some of the results from this past week. Reminder, you can find the RPAC results for each team on our website, bestboy-media.com, under the RPAC Rundown tab, and click RPAC Rundown Report. We begin with volleyball. Alma had only one match this past week as they traveled to Medicine Valley on Tuesday to take on the Raiders. The Cardinals came away with a sweep, winning three sets to none. They were led by Addison Siebels with 22 kills and eight digs. At the beginning of this week, Alma was 14-5. For Maywood Hayes Center, the Wolves hosted a tournament last Monday where they faced off with Highline and South Platte. They were able to sweep both of those teams, two sets to none, Maywood Hayes Center remains unbeaten with a record of 14-0. Southern Valley traveled to Axtell for a triangular on Thursday. The Eagles defeated Wilcox-Hildreth two sets to one, and Axtell two sets to one. They are now 10-9 on the year. Let's take a look at softball results now. Southern Valley Alma took on Holdridge on Thursday. Holdridge took an early lead and never looked back as the Dusters were able to defeat the Saints 11-1. Now for girls golf. Dundee County Stratton sent a lone golfer to Ogallala on Tuesday. Kennedy Bailey battled in the heat and shot a 115. Just a few days later for the Holdridge invite on Thursday, Cambridge, Dundee County Stratton, and Southwest all had to battle in the rain and cooler temperatures. Cambridge placed 6th as a team with 435 points, and Macy Jones placed 15th and shot a 98. Dundee County Stratton's Kennedy Bailey shot a 110, and Gracie Freeze shot a 125. Southwest placed 11th as a team with 526 points. We'll take a break, and then we'll look at cross-country results and also our football rundown. Webb's Oil Field Service would like to wish area athletes the best of luck this season. They are an oil field service company serving southwest Nebraska and northwest Kansas with oil lease and drilling rig services. Webb's Oil Field Service, located in Cambridge. Cambridge Supermarket is locally owned and operated. We offer fresh produce and quality cut meats, along with helpful employees that greet you with a smile and are there to help you find what you need. Cambridge Supermarket, fresh hometown values. Welcome back to the RPAC Rundown podcast. Let's take a look at some of the cross-country results from a week ago. Between the heat and the rain, there was a variety of running conditions for the RPAC schools this past week. 
at the Franklin Invite for Alma Griffin Stemper placed 12th with a time of 20 minutes, 24.83 seconds, and Bladen Herrick finished 17th with a time of 20 minutes, 55.44 seconds. As a team, the Cardinals finished 5th with 50 points. For Bertrand Loomis, Marcus Hernandez placed second with a time of 19 minutes, 7.37 seconds. And Wes Trompke finished ninth with a time of 19 minutes, 56.46 seconds. As a team, they finished third with 34 points. At the Maywood Hay Center invite on Friday, this was an invite that was supposed to take place on Thursday, but due to the rainy conditions, they had to move it to the next day. For Arapaho, Campbell Schutz paced the Warriors with a ninth place finish with a time of 20 minutes, 58.05 seconds. The team finished fourth with 35 points. River Einspar finished 10th with a time of 26 minutes, 48.02 seconds. For Southwest, Cole Barnett and Austin Thompson had solid performances as Cole placed fourth with a time of 19 minutes, 49.02 seconds, and Austin placed seventh with a time of 20 minutes, 40.52 seconds. For Wallace, Trey Robertson finished first with a time of 17 minutes, 54.49 seconds, and Ryan Sheets finished 14th with a time of 22 minutes, 4.74 seconds. On the girls' side, Ashley Robertson and Dejana Garrison pushed each other and had a first and second place finish. Now for some of the highlights and notes from week five of the football season in the RPAC. First, let's take a look at the scores. Alma had a bye. Cambridge won a thriller over Arapahoe 26-24. Hitchcock County took care of business against Bertrand 78-8. Loomis beat Maywood Hayes Center 42-28. Maxwell beat Hemingford 36-28. Medicine Valley had to forfeit their matchup against Dundee County Stratton. Arthur County won 60-30 over Paxton. Highline beat Southern Valley 48-26. Brady beat Wallace 32-12. And Southwest beat Juanita Palisade. 58 to 21. Maywood Hayes Center fell to Loomis on Friday night, 42 to 28. Hayden Kramer again was solid with 241 yards of total offense and two touchdowns. The Wolves are now three and two. Southern Valley took on a solid Highline team and fell 48 to 26. The Eagles are searching for their first win of the season as they are 0 and 5. Wallace has had a tough schedule this year as Class D6 is excellent once again in 2022. They fell to Brady 32-12. Kyler Fleming had two catches for 46 yards and a touchdown for the Wildcats. Reminder, you can find the RPAC results for each of the teams in the RPAC on our website, bestboy-media.com under the RPAC Rundown tab and click RPAC Rundown Report. We will take a break, and when we come back, we will discuss our games of the week. On Thursday, we had a matchup on the football field between Juanita Palisade and Southwest. Then on Friday, we had a doubleheader as Cambridge hosted Arapahoe for volleyball and football action. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. C-plus in Bertrand has everything you need when making a pit stop. Fill up your vehicle with Sinclair Fuel, and if you're running on empty, grab some Hunt Brothers Pizza or a Friel. Store hours are 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday. Convenience Plus, a whole lot more, located in Bertrand. Welcome back to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Let's discuss our games of the week from last week. 
We begin on Thursday night. There's something special about football in the fall when there's moisture in the air, especially with as dry as it's been. It was a beautiful night with rain falling during our game of the week in Bartley as it was the Southwest Rough Riders who hosted Juanita Palisade and won 58-21. The Rough Riders got the game started with a bang as Carter Van Pelt took the opening kickoff to the house and Southwest led 8-0. A few minutes later, Southwest scored again as Hunter Cunningham scored on a 25-yard run to push the lead to 14-0 with just under five minutes to go in the first quarter. The Broncos again couldn't get anything going on offense in Southwest, took possession, and Hunter Bloomy punched it in from two yards out to extend the lead to 21-0. They went to the second quarter with that three-score lead. The Rough Riders didn't slow down as quarterback Nathan Rippey hit Van Pelt on a 20-yard pass, and the conversion was good to make it 29-0. At the 6:27 mark in the second quarter, the Broncos got on the board as Blake Nickerson punched it in from five yards out. The Rough Riders, though, made sure to maintain their distance as they scored twice more before the half while allowing just one touchdown for the Broncos. The Rough Riders led 44-15, heading into the intermission. In the third quarter, the teams traded possessions before Hunter Bloomy scored from three yards out to make it 51-15 at the 3.56 mark in the third quarter. In the fourth quarter, Southwest scored at the 9.47 mark as Rippey found Creighton Ruggles on a long pass and increased their lead to 58-15. With a minute to go in the game, the Broncos scored one final time as Draven Miner ran in from eight yards out, finishing up the scoring to make it 58-21. Southwest was led by Nathan Rippey as he accumulated 159 yards of total offense and a couple of touchdowns. The Broncos were led by Blake Nickerson as he accumulated two rushing touchdowns to pace Juanita Palisade in the game. We'd like to thank our great sponsors of Arapahoe Rehab and Fitness, Crabelli Physical Therapy, Lord's Hardware and Furniture, and also Webb's Oilfield Service for sponsoring this game of the week. Then on Friday, we had a pair of games for our RPAC Rundown Games of the Week as Cambridge hosted Arapahoe for volleyball and football action. We begin with volleyball on Friday evening. The Cambridge Trojans hosted the Arapaho Warriors on the volleyball court, and Cambridge was able to take care of business in three sets as they beat the Warriors 25-15, 25-11, and 25-7. In the first set, Arapaho was able to jump out to a 4-3 lead. Cambridge, though, used a 9-1 run to claim the lead at 12-5. Arapaho had to take a timeout and regroup. The Warriors returned and went on a little run themselves and got within three at 14-11 to force the Trojans to take a timeout. After that, Cambridge took control and closed the set on an 11-4 run behind some heavy swinging from J.C. and Jalen Kent. In the second set, Arapaho again took the lead to get things started at 4-3. Again, though, Cambridge went on an extensive run to make it 14-6 to force the Warriors to call a timeout. Cambridge continued to cruise to victory in the set. In the third set, Cambridge jumped out to a 7-4 lead and never looked back. From there, the Trojans scored 12 unanswered points to secure the win. Unofficially for Cambridge, they were led by Jalen Kent with her 10 kills. J.C. Kent added 8 kills and a trio of aces. For Arapahoe, unofficially, they were led by Naomi Gutierrez with 8 kills and Emerson Swanson had 5 kills. Now on the gridiron, it was a gritty, physical, tough rivalry game. That's what was displayed on Friday night at Clint John Field when the Arapaho Warriors came to town to battle the Cambridge Trojans. 
It was one of the best games across the state as Cambridge was able to get the narrow victory 26-24. It was one of those games that showed the beauty of high school football in our state. From the get-go, the pads were popping and it felt like each tackle, block, and play was personal. It took some time to get some points on the board, but the Trojans were able to strike first as Cohen Grindle scored on a 10-yard run to make it 6 to nothing. The game became a defensive struggle, which many find boring, but I promise you, this was exciting. The teams exchanged blows on the defensive side of the ball until the 427 mark in the second quarter as Trenton Roskopf scored from 43 yards out to knock things up at 6-all. Again, the defenses shined, and we went to the half tied at 6. In the second half, the intensity seemed to ramp up even more. Rapaho scored early in the half as they made quick work with a short field with Roskopf scoring again, this time from one yard out, and the Warriors went up 12-6. Cambridge was able to answer on a six-play drive in which Carson Trompke found Ben Hoberty on a 28-yard pass. The Trojans were able to get the two-point conversion to make it 14-12 with 7-11 to go in the third. Arapaho came right back, and it was Roskop again scoring from five yards out to give the Warriors the lead again with the scoreboard reading 18-14 with 2.21 remaining in the third quarter. Cambridge, though, responded just a few seconds later. Grindle took the kickoff 77 yards as the middle return was executed perfectly by the Trojans, and the seesaw effect was in full swing as Cambridge reclaimed the lead at 20-18. That was the score heading into the final period. In the final stanza, Cambridge scored at the 10.05 mark on a 23-yard pass from Tromke to Grindle. The Warrior defense, though, made a big stop on the two-point conversion as Ty Stanton was stuffed by the Warrior defense to keep it at a one-score game, 26-18. Arapaho, though, had a nice methodical drive that took over four minutes as Roskop scored once again from 11 yards out. The Warriors, though, couldn't convert the two-point conversion, and they trailed 26-24 with 5.50 to go in the fourth quarter. Cambridge had a chance to run some time off the clock, but a fumble a few plays into the drive gave the Warriors life with 4.45 to go in the quarter. The Warriors ended up turning it over on downs as their fourth down play was thwarted by a sack from Trojan Adam Corbett. Cambridge took the ball with 3.21 remaining in the game. Arapaho found themselves in a favorable position as it was fourth down and six yards to go for the Trojans with about two minutes to go. Trompke took the snap for Cambridge. The Warriors created incredible pressure and Trompke was forced to roll out to the left and he had to throw up a bit of a prayer and Grindle was able to come down with it for the first down conversion. From there, the Trojans needed a few times and ended the game. Cambridge was led by Carson Trompke as he was 13 for 18 passing with 193 yards and two touchdowns. Arapo had an incredible game out of quarterback Trenton Roskop as he ran it 25 times for 116 yards and four touchdowns. Both the volleyball and football matchups between Arapo and Cambridge were brought to you by these great sponsors. Webb's Oil Field Service, D&D Service, Arapaho Rehab and Fitness, Crabelli Physical Therapy, and First Central Bank. We'll take a break, and when we come back, we will chat with head coach of the Cambridge Girls Golf Team, Lyle Calvert. Here at Crabelli Physical Therapy in Cambridge, our approach and philosophy are simple. Caring physical therapy with exceptional results. You will be treated by our highly qualified caring team dedicated to improving your health and well-being. Good luck to our area athletes from Corbelli Physical Therapy. Here at Scouts Recreation, we believe in the value of recreation. We believe in having fun. 
We believe that the best memories are made while doing the things you love with your favorite people. We have a variety of items from men's grooming products like Duke Cannon, golf equipment, camping goods, and our own apparel line. Check out our fall collection of t-shirts on the website at scoutsrecreation.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Now joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast is head coach of the Cambridge Girls golf team, Lyle Calvert. Now, Lyle, let's just start with an overall assessment of your team. What have you seen from your squad in this 2022 season? Uh, We came into the year, you know, with a couple of seniors and, um, you know, some good experience. And um, honestly, it's been a fun year to um, see, just kind of look back uh, from their freshman year to where they are today. And, uh, it's been really encouraging, really, uh, really fun to see that amount of growth and even just the growth this year. Um, we just got a a pretty competitive team, a good group of girls that work really hard and, um, are obviously seeing some results on the course too. So it's, uh, it's been a really good year, really fun year. Now, Macy Jones has been competing well for your group. She was a state qualifier last year. Where have you seen her take a step from last year to this year? Macy's grown a lot in her confidence and uh, just believing in her own abilities of, you know, what she's capable of. Um, Like if she's in the trees or whatever, um, rather than just kind of taking a a safe shot where you don't gain as much out of it, she can, she's been a little bit more creative on, uh, on controlling her trajectory of the ball, um, also just kind of controlling the distance of, uh, you know, an unnatural shot or an unnatural swing. She's just been able to make a shot when it appears that there's not a whole lot of options there. So it's been really, really fun to see her grow in confidence, imagination, um, and it's saved her quite a few strokes throughout the year. Now, next week, it is District Golf on Monday in Cambridge. has to be fun that you're going to be able to host that event. And, and yes, you're, you're taking it just one meet at a time, Coach, but what do you expect to see from the competition standpoint with teams coming to town? Uh, we are definitely in the toughest district in the state. Um, we've got uh, two-time defending state champion Broken Bow uh, in there, and they've got three solid players – or, sorry, five solid – players um where you know they're going to take up some spots on uh, who gets to qualify for state um there's also uh, minden they've got a really good uh, squad young squad um adam central has dropped down from class b um they're now uh class c and they're going to come out to our district um and then of course grand island central catholic and Kearney catholic they've got great great players as well um there's just a really a really good amount of good competition in this district. Um, and, you know, I, to be real honest with you, a lot of those good players are also Cambridge Trojans. So um, it's all, it's fun to be, uh, it, it's fun to be in a really tough co- uh, district. It's really good to see this competition throughout the year because it also raises the expectations that we have for ourselves. And we see a lot of personal growth being able to compete against them throughout the year. Um, so, yes, it's going to be a tough district, but I think we're looking forward to it, and I still expect Macy to come out of here. Um, Emma and Jordan, they if they shoot a, a good score, you know, they're going to have to shoot better than they have this year. Um, but they're not 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 by much. I think they got a they got a chance to compete for a trip to state as well, and um, I'm excited to see how they approach it, um, what kind of number they can put up because I think it is going to be really competitive. 
Many thanks to Lyle Calvert, head coach of the Cambridge Girls Golf Team, for joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast. We'll take a break, and when we come back, it will be time to announce the RPAC Rundown Athlete of the Week, which is brought to you by First Central Bank, and close things out for this episode of the RPAC Rundown podcast. Not every business is fortunate enough to serve the kind of people we do. People who take the time to give us honest, valuable feedback for the purpose of helping their business be its best. People willing to hand over the reins to their financial future simply because they know we can be trusted. To you, our customers, thank you. Your unwavering support lets us confidently say First Central Bank is here to stay. First Central Bank, member FDIC. Welcome back to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. It's time to announce our Athletes of the Week, brought to you by First Central Bank. First Central Bank, let's plan for tomorrow together. Member FDIC, our Female Athlete of the Week is Addison Siebels of Alma. She had 22 kills in their win over Medicine Valley last week. Our Male Athlete of the Week goes to Nathan Rippey of Southwest. Rippey accumulated 159 yards of total offense and a couple of touchdowns in their 58-21 win over Juanita Palisade on Thursday night. Once again, we'd like to thank our great sponsor of the Athlete of the Week, First Central Bank, member FDIC. That will do it for this episode of the RPAC Rundown podcast. For all of your RPAC needs, go to bestboy-media.com and click on the RPAC Rundown tab. Until next time, I'm Evan Jones, and thanks for tuning into the RPAC Rundown Podcast.